Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Time now for the morning panel. Joined today by former London City Councillor Roger Crancy and Ryan retired broadcaster uh, Bob Smith. Uh, thanks to you both for coming in today. I thought you were going to say Ryan Reynolds was here for a second. Uh, <laughs> Talking about him this morning. Hey, by were... the way, I'm a non-smoker, so just want to make that clear. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to talk, we'll start with homelessness because it is, I don't know, the, home, the, this, the homelessness situation in London might be one of the biggest local issues I think London has faced in a long time. There's no easy answer to it. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen right now, and I know they've tried to simplify it and come with one vision that's uh, not going to be solved overnight, but homelessness uh, continues to be a concern for a lot of Londoners. City Council tonight is going to debate next steps on you know service depots, their short-term encampment strategy. Um, it's hard to say because they're, they're still working on these hubs and the locations. They had a public input meeting uh, last night, the last round before they start to put together the location for these service hubs, they want to get up and running by the end of the year. But are we moving in the right direction? Have we? Has City Hall talked, explained the 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 plan to the public enough? Because it seems like the public is now starting to question, like, hold on, what's going on? What's happening? And people are a bit tense. Roger, it was my understanding they had a meeting for one hour last night. Yes. One-hour meeting. They've had a series of They've them. had a series of them, yes, but a one-hour meeting um, at a time where most people can't get out to uh, to that type of meeting. Having said that, uh, it is the biggest issue in the City of London. And, and I want to say something straight out. There, there's a, a member of council who is making some statements that I think are long overdue, um, and that's uh, Councillor uh, Susan Stevenson. Stevenson who's, I think, doing a great job at questioning things that need to be addressed that almost everybody in the community is thinking. And I think members of council that go after her or say that she shouldn't be saying those things are more wrong, or or, or they are wrong, and she is not. So for somebody to question those types of things, I think, is good because she's bringing forward what she hears on the street and she happens to represent an area of the city that is going through quite a problem in this, in the Old East Village area along Dundas Street. Uh, so for her to bring forward her, her uh, observations and her thoughts and the thoughts of her constituents is not wrong. Um, having said that, if you cut this down to the bare bones, the vast majority of the problem is a mental health issue. We keep treating it a lot differently. The City of London keeps saying, yes, we have to take care of these people. We need to put them in. We need to to have affordable housing for them. That's not the only thing these people need. They need help. They need help uh, uh, medical, obviously medical help. They need support once that medical help is is offered and given to them and and they're on some type of program. But we can't keep saying we're going to treat these people and allow them to stay in encampments along the river or in someone's backyard, or on some large industrial lot uh, in in the middle of the city somewhere, those things cannot be the status quo. They have to change, and the city has to address those. The city should not be scared of addressing those things, and it requires help, though, from the province because, again, it's a medical health issue, and uh, and, and there is nothing, and I mean nothing, being done to address those, that that big, big issue uh, to the bigger issue of of homelessness, Bob. Well, just a couple of things. I, I don't disagree with uh, Councillor Stevenson's.
comments and her questions, uh, I'd, I'd be delighted if I heard some potential solutions from her. I mean, she's fair, well within her rights, and she's she is reflecting what her constituents are saying. But what's the answer? Here we are, what, uh, 20, 30 years into this, you know, what's become a crisis. It started off as something you could kind of ignore, you know, if you wanted to. You just kind of look the other way and pretend it wasn't a thing. It's a thing. Uh, you're right about the mental health component, which is huge. Um, I mean, we've really done nothing so far. Whether this latest thing, this hub thing, and trying to make it a more holistic, I'm using air quotes there, approach to the problem includes the mental health component, I don't know. And I think it gets back to the initial point, which is, has it been communicated well enough? I would say probably not. Is it um, necessarily bad? I don't know. I'm using a lot of – am I asking a lot of rhetorical questions? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, here's <laughs> the one no. thing we have done is talk. Like, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So, so it, one it, concern I have with Councillor Stevenson is it's fine to raise the issue, but we can't keep going in circles and talk. Like, no, we're, we're what we've been away. doing does yeah. not work. Yeah. So – is this going to work? I don't no, know what you, it is. But, but you know what? A hub's not going to work. Well, I don't a, know hub is, gonna... a hub is not a hospital. People with mental health issues have to be treated in a hospital. When you have the provincial government this years th- ago who said, uh, hey, we're going to build a brand new hospital for mental people with mental health issues, and they close down 600 beds and they say, but we're going to build a brand new one with 160 beds, the, the numbers don't compute. Exactly. The numbers don't work. So you're going to have a problem. And this is the manifestation, what we see today. And I remember very clearly sitting in on a meeting at, uh, when I was on city council and the then uh, chief of police, Murray Faulkner, came to us and said, we got a big problem coming down the pipe and this is it. Yeah. And this is what we see today. So the pushback has to go back to the, free, uh, to, uh, the, um, uh, to the province and say health is a is the jurisdiction of the province. It's not the jurisdiction of the city of London. So you got to come up, or we'll help you, but you got to come up with a plan and you got to come up with the funding to deal with this stuff because we are not equipped. The a city council is not equipped to deal with things that way, and it's got to be that. I, I think that blunt to the province that I think that every municipality in, in the province would would say the same thing. So that's where the, the solutions have to come. There's obvious dollars that have to be put to it, but those dollars aren't going to come from the taxpayer in, in the city. Well, indirectly, they will come from the taxpayer, obviously, but the province has to help and they have to put together a plan to deal with mental health, not just to deal with putting people in a hub and, and letting them stay there and having supports for them in that place. The city is not equipped to do that. Well, except that. You and I both know that the province is not going to do that. It doesn't have the money. It's it doesn't have the doesn't even have necessarily the desire. I don't think. I mean, they they are trying to make it a municipal problem because every municipality is dealing with it. It does need centralized control, and it does needs it does need to be focused on health. But I don't see I don't see well, I, the current government doing it. Well, I, I haven't seen a unified push to do that yet. And I think if there is, I think you might see a different um, outcome. Nobody's started it yet. Nobody's talked about it yet. You well, I'm may sure have, Amos have, talked about it, right? I mean, it must be an ongoing thing with the with them but, talking to the province, saying, "Look, you know, this is I, your thing." There's got to be more. I mean, it's right. obviously nobody's here. Well, in the, the meantime, what do we do? What do we do tomorrow? What yeah, do do I mean, the, the, to have the province step in, okay, but I mean, kind of what the the issue is like. What's the short term, right? I mean, because we got to do something. We got to do something. <laughs> Everyone agrees what we're doing right now is not working. Okay, you, you, they say you got to build house, uh, housing for people, right? And 
I'm involved with it yes. very, uh, you know, for a long time. It's what we're trying to do, and we're building housing. Will we house everybody? No. Can we house people with mental health issues? We're not equipped for that ourselves. There is a, a group in the city that, that does that, and they're very good at it. Uh, but having said that, can they keep doing it to the level that they're doing it right now? I don't know. Only they could answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the solution has to come from not just the city of London because, like I said, you cannot argue the point that we're not equipped to do that. I can tell you this from, from past experience. I see that people that are put in positions to help these people with mental health issues are not qualified. Um, very plain and simple. I've seen it myself. I've seen how it works. I've seen how who the city puts there. It's not for lack of trying, but they're putting people with very, very little experience to take care of people with large, large problems, and that doesn't I want to call, talk about a couple of smaller uh, topics here. Normally, I just leave it at two. These are two little minis in one. Um, one, I'll just we'll touch briefly on what happened in Toronto. 102 people signed up to run for mayor. This has bugged me since they had 102. Like 100, I was talking about earlier, Molly the dog uh, finished 19th in Not Toronto. Bad. Good showing. Uh, I had Molly on the bottom 50. <laughs> if, you, like, if you finish 20th, if you finish behind Molly the dog... <laughs> I, I would be a little worried about your your uh, political uh, future here. I would say something, but I think we'd get sued. <laughs> well, we don't know. I mean, Molly, by all accounts, is a pretty responsible dog. Now, had some ideas. Now, technically, Molly herself wasn't. It was like her owner, <clears throat> Todd, or whatever. Yeah, I remember. But it was it was video. it was Molly was who people were voting for. And he talked about dog related issues, which is fine, but. Doesn't it become kind of a joke when you have 102 people running? For, like, 102 people is more than everyone in the totality who ran for city council in London just last year. It's great that people want to participate, but it's kind of a joke. Can I quickly just say this? Sure. City, 10 times London's population. Yes. London has frequently had more than 10 people running for mayor. I think probably up to 15 or 20 on a, uh, <laughs> a particularly big. So, by scale, 102 makes sense to me. Should there be that yeah. many? Probably not. Fair point. I mean, that's that's a good point. But like, uh, I just you know, in, in a democracy, but you can't block. You can't. The problem you, is you, you can't, can't block. You can't. And you, you know, they've tried. They've talked about putting forward. You know, put a deposit down. Uh, get a uh, hundred or thousand signatures. You have to get so many. I think I don't know if it's twenty something or if it's hundred. I don't, I don't know. What I looked I yesterday. Get. I don't think you have to get from what I see from the municipal act and the city of London's thing. It says you have to be eighteen. You have to be a Canadian citizen. No, provincially and federally, you do. Uh, you have to get, but that may be I'm just talking about for the party. That what, may if, be for the what if we party. did something like this? And this could be for Toronto, this could be for London, this could be for everyone. We're always talking about first past the post or rank ballots, blah, 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 blah. What about there's two rounds to municipal elections? The first, everybody goes, and then there's a runoff. So everyone gets their shot. And if you can't get the required, then the second stage is all the contenders. So that people can make an informed choice and ideally, hopefully, maybe we can get the best candidate for the job. Yeah, but, you know, you have to make an informed choice no matter how many people are there. You, you, you do. So you're just Molly the dog got I, 500 I, votes, I, though. <laughs> I wonder how many you'd get. <laughs> I'd get less than Molly the dog. <laughs> no, the, the, I, I think, it, again, why? Um, and I understand what you're saying, but 
it, it, I don't think it'll it'll make a difference because you still have to you you got to weed people out. So you know what the, the only the best way to weed people out is by having people vote for them or not vote for them, and that's that's the way. It if is. we I, want people to take it seriously, you can't have the process look like a joke. I think they had a, a larger turnout than the last municipal election, right? Uh, it was still pretty bad, but it was but it was bigger than the last decent election. for a, a by election. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that theory is. Not valid. <sighs> I'm, not, I, I'm not opposed to runoff. I mean, they do runoffs in the states all the time. Yeah, you know, and yeah, that's one. It's one extra vote. You know, but I'm not a big. But do, they uh, do runoffs. Um, they do it for like primaries. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. primaries. Yeah. They don't do it for the actual. It's fine. The concept yeah. though still stands. Um, to me, I would never want money to be a barrier. So I mean, I used to think, oh yeah, put down 500 bucks or something or 100. I don't care, just to make. Sure to, but that's I get that you can't do that. But if you can't get hundred people in a city of four hundred and some thousand, London. Then what are you running for mayor for? And I get it. You got the right. You're a eighteen year old Canadian citizen. But is it too much to to add to the municipal act? I guess would be where you do it. Because to make it, where you need some names to say I support this person. And, to make it as a London issue, I mean, we've had I can't think of names off the top, but you get the same people who run for mayor every single time. And it's great they can get their giggles. But, I mean, like, this is the mayor of life. Like, you know, this, this is the city council. This well, should the be other serious. problem from the media perspective is this ongoing thing about, or say you're in Toronto, the, the 87th person on the ballot that got 23 votes during the campaign is like, well, I, I want the same coverage as, as uh, Olivia Chow. Like, I'm running too. And if you don't give it to me, how are people going to get to know me? And my, <laughs> our response yeah. is usually, well, do something in the community so people do get to know you. But yeah. – I mean, there's kind of a point there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. But also, uh, I don't, I don't, I didn't envy all the Toronto media when they're trying to do all these debates because the flip side to the 102 candidates was you could argue they had like 10 to 12 legitimate candidates. How do you hold a de- like? I can tell you how you hold a debate with ten to twelve. Not well. Like it's a they're hot always, mess. They're yeah, well, they, they are. And, and but wasn't the fourth place finisher? He, he wasn't allowed at any debates. Was not Anthony, Anthony Fury? Fury? He yeah. was at some. It depended on. Okay. But I know he wasn't allowed. He at wasn't at all of them. Certainly yeah. at the beginning, near the end, he was at more. It seemed. I didn't. We didn't talk about it too much because this is not yeah. Toronto. But he did get some. But he. I think Anthony Fury. You know. Again, I don't want to talk about Toronto. I'm here. We are spending the whole segment, but. Uh, he did beyond what people expected. But, you know, one thing that this this election, but he also got his own attention, really. Yeah, to to kind of Bob's that's point. another like, good point. Get like he, yourself known. Yeah, do some work. And and the other thing is, it, I think it showed how big endorsements can be, because the second place finisher came from way down to way way up, and um, so it, it shows that the endorsements can make a difference. The problem, I guess, they're having this morning is why didn't that endorse? endorsement come before the uh, uh, the polls were opened um, because it, that may have made a difference. I don't know, yeah. but uh, that's another thing you learn from this one. Well, if we get 102 people who run for uh, mayor in London, something has gone wrong over the next three years. <laughs> we I'll should all that. three of us run together as a team. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing to do. <laughs> All right, sure. Why not? I'll, uh, but I won't give up the radio job. How about that? Uh, no, uh, that the, the, you can be our, our cat. Our, uh, uh, our ace in the hole for getting this publicity. <laughs> uh, thanks to you both for coming in. That's Bob Smith, uh, Roger Carancy. We need to take a break. When we come back, 